welcome back to Mystery Masochist, where we are fully aware of who we are, but we still do some things that we know that we probably, most likely, 100% maybe shouldn't do. This is another episode in the Pleasure Fucking Revolution, bitches. It's almost Valentine's Day. We are still trapped in a fucking global pandemic. And most of us are feeling either 17-year-old angsty or a little stressy, depressy, and maybe a tiny bit zesty if you're feeling ambitious. So, <laughs> there's only one solution. Deviance. Spend your Valentine's Day salvaging February the 14th this year as a brat. Also, please leave me a five-star review and subscribe to this podcast, this show, whatever you want to call it. I appreciate everyone who listens. Housekeeping. It's been a tough couple of weeks for me. I'll admit it. And, um, last night I got laid. I fucked like a goddamn superstar. I fucked my way out of my slump. I felt hot. I felt freaky. I felt fucking bratty. I honestly would consider myself to have had the life sucked out of me by the last couple of weeks in 2021. The joy that it is. But I'm back, bitch. So let's go. What goes on in the mind of a brat, you ask? <laughs> I can only answer personally, and I can describe it in one word, three letters, F-U-N. Fun. You need a sense of humor, okay? As a brat, you need a sense of humor to carry out your bratly impulses, and as a dom or a brat tamer, you also need a sense of humor. Otherwise, you're going to rip your hair out. And then you're going to wonder why you ever even subjected yourself to this fucking torture. But it's all worth it because the point of being a brat is that at the very end, you feel wrung out, almost subdued to the point of submission. Get it? Got it. So, a playful mindset, but it's meant to be taken to submission. I have a couple things in mind when I think of things I do when I brat. One of them is loopholes. So, this Valentine's Day, take notes, because you're gonna implement every single thing that I talk about. Okay, you're gonna implement every single thing that I talk about in this podcast episode, because it's gonna drive your partner crazy, but it's gonna be fun, and all it's gonna do, if you have this relationship, if you don't, don't mind me, you can skip over this, or just keep listening for pure entertainment, I don't know, but back to the topic, both of you are gonna benefit, that's what I'm trying to say, loopholes, what do I mean by a loophole, I mean this, if you tell me to go get you a glass of water, I'm going to come back with a glass of ice and I'm going to hand it to you like that. If you tell me to get something for you, unless it's been specified that it, that means right now, 
I'm not going to go get it because you didn't tell me when. How am I supposed to know when to go get it unless you tell me? It's things like that. And this is why it's very important to be specific when you're around a brat. Because we take the details to heart, okay? Every single word that you say is memorized and locked into our subconscious and at the very moment when you least expect it, it springs out from the back of our fucking mind and all of a sudden, you got a brat to deal with. It's also really fun to see the first reaction pass over the dominant's face when you're being bratty. It's like the look of shock, resignedness, 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 shock, resignedness, <laughs> shock, resignedness, oh, okay, I, I literally, I can't, I can't say the word, I can't say it, but you know what it is, uh, hopefully you know what it is, if you don't, I guess you don't. The look that passes over the face of a partner when dealing, or realizing that they're dealing with a brat, is, um, quite entertaining in itself because it really reveals the true fear <laughs> deeply seated in the hearts of all dominants. <laughs> Any dominant who is looking for a sub, they just have this little knot in their stomach. God, I hope she's not a brat. I hope there's not a brat. Um, but bratting's so fun. And it's like spice, you know? You wouldn't, you wouldn't cook chicken and just eat it like that. And if you do, you're freaking weird, okay? I'm sorry, put some kind of seasoning on that. You're not the caveman. We're not living back in the day. It's current times, 2021. There's seasonings out there. I also come across a type of bratting called glitter bombing. And I'll tell you what it is, it's putting glitter in places that you know will be a surprise to your dominant. Putting it in the loop of the crop, putting it in their pocket, putting it in their glove, their shoe, a sock, putting it literally anywhere that you know that they're going to go into and they will not expect. A little surprise, a fairy dust. A little surprise about tiny, tiny pieces of plastic that pollute the earth, but they look pretty. So should we do it? That's up to you. It's your prerogative. That's what this episode's really about. We are being empowered. It is our choice, our decision, whether to glitter bomb the fuck out of our partners or not. Do I recommend doing it with a partner who's super strict or super neat and tidy? Probably not. Would I recommend doing it with someone who laughs at all the same things you laugh at? Absolutely, bitch. The number one tool I always use before loopholes, and that's saying something. The tool that I use, seduction, teasing, innocence, it's all the same thing. You know, it's doing things to confuse the person enough to wonder why the fuck they even thought that you liked them in the first place. And then at the very end, they realize that all along it was sexual tension, when really you were just fucking with our head like a brat. Because that's what we do. We play games. We hypnotize. 
We tell you things that are stories and you have to decipher if it's true or not. All of these things describe one person and that person is someone who gives no fucks. That's right. When you're dealing with a brat, you're dealing with someone who gives no fucks. Listen, you can use innocence, teasing, and seduction to your benefit no matter what kind of submissive you are. It could be a gift. It could be a response. It could be... A random reaction. It could be inspiration, motivation, a dream that you're reenacting. There are so many reasons that you can come up with in order to seduce, tease, and use your innocence to manipulate the fuck out of that dominance reaction. We're trying to go for spankings here, bitch, okay? Because they're not really a punishment. They're actually a punishment. And that's right, you heard me right. It's a punishment with a fucking F. So, if you get my drift, punishment, spanking. And you know why? It's because the pain and pleasure mixture is so fucking intoxicating. We're dignitized. There, I said it. We're dignitized. Can't help it. We just see the dick and we're tized. <laughs> we're notized. Notarized. We're official. We're married now. It's time. You can just tell me how many kids you want. I'll tell you I want zero of them. All I want is a big diamond ring on my left hand. Thank you. The next thing once you get the diamond ring is you get them to buy you a gift in appreciation that you accepted the diamond ring. And this gift is going to be a whole set of lingerie, not just one. Multiple sets. How are you supposed to wear one set of lingerie over and over again? It's gonna be boring by the third time. You need at least seven days worth. Seven days. Then you can mix and match. Then you've got seven times seven. Forty-nine. Actually, is that right? I have to check that. I, I, I don't have anything to check that. Someone tell me if seven times seven is forty-nine. I've never been good at that. Multiplication shit. And if you are single this Valentine's Day, bitches, deviants, demons, double fucking Ds, if you're single this Valentine's Day, this is a Galentine's Day for you. And I just have to say one thing. You make your own fun. Do you think for even a second that this is gonna stop you from enjoying a bougie-ass Valentine's Day? Absolutely fucking not! Get yourself to fucking gather, okay? You're either going to treat yourself to the fucking bombest Valentine's night that you've ever, ever had, and you're gonna gift it to yourself, or you are going to set up a date and you're going to ask someone out. That's right, ladies, it's 2021. You're going to ask someone out. Men, if you're single, you're still going to ask the person out, okay? You're not just gonna sit around and wait. Anyone else, you're, you're also going to, to ask. We, we get the point already. So basically what I'm saying is, Pavlov that shit. If you want them to act a certain way, your fling, your situationship, your flirtationship, your whatever it is, anything, really, your boyfriend that's not really your boyfriend, Pavlov that shit. Every time that he leaves 
in the next day you send him a nude. By the time he comes home, he's going to be wondering why you sent him so many nudes. And you're just going to play it off like you really, really just wanted to show him something sexy because Valentine's Day is coming up and you're feeling super pretty and you really, really love to send him nude photos of your titties. And he's going to be like, oh my god, thank you so much, babe. Valentine's Day. Send him out for an errand if he doesn't already leave. Or if you don't live together. Perfect. Don't send a nude. You've sent him so many nudes the day before, he'll be expecting it. He'll be expecting to wake up and see another nude. Nothing. Radio silence, bitch. Then he'll contact you. And that's when he realizes in his subconscious. He's got to work for it. And so now he's going to be putting a little more effort in because he's going to be thinking to himself, why the fuck is she sending me a nude of her nude titties? Her bare titties without a bra. Oh my god. Boobs, 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 boobs. And but what do we really care about on Valentine's Day? Making sure that we get what we want or giving in? It's not the second one. Let's say you've come across one of us little demons and you think to yourself, what the hell am I supposed to do with this shit? What am I supposed to do with it? Huh? No one prepared me for this. No one told me I was going to be trained. What do you do with a brat? Boom! <laughs> what do you do with a brat? First of all, there are three sections to this answer. Are you writing it down? Okay, good. You're writing it down. So it's rules, rewards, and punishments with an F. Those are the three sections. It's important because without one of the three, this whole formula will fall apart. If you don't have rules, there's no reason to reward or punish. If you don't have rewards, then there's no reason to follow the rules. If you don't have a punishment, there's also no reason to follow the rules. So basically what I'm saying is listen to me and do what I say. It's what do I say day. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what's wrong with me today. I just kind of want to sing things out loud. I think it's because I'm still feeling stressy, depressy, a little lemon zesty. Let me take a sip of my wine. Rules. No thine brat. Be specific as fuck. That's it. That's all I got. Basically, you need to know your brat. That's why it's so important to talk with each other and to know limits and to know what you like and dislike and to take note of the little things that get your partner excited or make them disappointed. These are the things that are actually important because you bring them into BDSM with you. You feel? You feel? Okay. And be specific as fuck, meaning say everything that you mean and say it with detail. If you don't say it, you're not going to get it. And that's about as simple as it gets. When you are rewarding a brat, you can give them extra of something that they already get. So it's like, you know they're gonna like it, and now they have more of it. Boom. Next. You could spank them because we like that shit. Next, give us a hot, short makeout session. Cut that shit off at about 30 seconds so we don't get everything we want. Otherwise, we'll feel like we can brat out again. And know that I'm brat again. Listen, 
talk about it. The more you talk about it, the more that you know what they like. And you know what makes them feel special. And you know what makes them feel like they want to come back. And those are the things that are key. I'm also going to talk a little bit more about um, suggestions of different rules, rewards, and punishments based on the quiz I took at the end of this episode. And the last section, of course, punishments. Punishments with an F. <laughs> I already kind of mentioned spanks could be a reward. They can also be a punishment if it is with something that stings a little more or has more impact or there's more than you usually do of it in some way. That can usually be enough to be a punishment. And you can also add in counting and thanking the dominant partner every time that they receive a spank. Keeps them on their toes and also whenever you're done with that kind of uh, my voice crack whenever you're done with that kind of punishment <laughs> the next time you spank them they're gonna be thinking how hard are you gonna do it and that adds to the excitement it kind of adds to the thrill of it don't you think not knowing exactly what your dominance gonna do that's the most exciting part not knowing what they're gonna do because you don't have to make the decision. It's their choice. Also, we want to make sure that the punishment hits the crime. So, like, please don't tell me to go kneel on uncooked rice if all I did was drop my ice cream. Like, maybe that doesn't fit. That's kind of painful in a bad way. Not a good way, even. Anyways, you can also do bondage discipline. Um, also, I don't know if anyone remembers, but punishment is exactly what it sounds like. A fun punishment. Bondage discipline. You can do things like tie their hands behind their back and then have them keep a ping pong ball between their nose and the wall. Or tie their hands behind them back. Behind them back. <laughs> tie their hands behind their back and then make them kneel with a book on their head. Not only are you getting them to focus, but it's a punishment as well. And also, if you do that enough, they could get some abs. It's a bonus. It's a bonus of those kinds of punishments, okay? You're gonna work up your core strength. <laughs> you're gonna have a ball and fucking six-pack. Next time you whip off that shirt, you're gonna be fucking ripped. Washboard abs. Boom! Didn't expect that, bitch. <laughs> You can also have mental bondage, which is like the sub stays in place for a specified amount of time. You could leave, you can do whatever, but they have to stay in that specific position or spot. And they have to stay there until you tell them they can move or tell them otherwise. Next, another thing I thought of, you could use restricted discipline, okay? Take something away. It's like your parent. Okay, you know when your parents like, you're grounded, Jimmy. I'm taking away your Xbox. And then he's like, it's okay, I also got a PS4. That's what bratting is like. So if you're going to do that, it would be like, hey, Jimmy, I'm taking away your Xbox and your PS4. And I'm turning off the breaker to your room. So you have to work to stay alive and have this roof over your head like I do. You can get them to write lines as well. 
of whatever they did wrong being corrected. Like if I did drop my ice cream, then maybe I write like three lines or something, five lines, I don't know. And it's like, I will be more careful with what daddy buys me. Boom. There it is. They understand it. You're ingraining it into their brain scientifically. Look at you, bitch. Look at you. You are a professional. Last but not least, if you have any friends in the community, you could call upon another respected dom or dominant partner to pick the punishments. It adds in kind of an element of humiliation. So for some brats, they like that or they need that in order to feel like they're being corrected. You can do that too. I have two examples of punishments that I've been through that really, really stuck in my mind. One of them was a slave night punishment. Because I forgot to take my underwear off multiple times before going to meet up with my dominant at the time, he then made me for a night become a full slave instead of just his submissive when we see each other. So he took it so far as to be like a slave slave where he set up whole new rules. I wasn't allowed to wear any clothes. I wasn't aware, allowed to wear any blankets when I was walking around or anything to cover myself up. And he would direct me to do things. And then he would bring me to orgasm but then bring in orgasm denial and then by using that he would tell me that it was because I wasn't where I wanted it I wasn't where he wanted me to be when I finished and then at the very end of it at the very very end when we were having sex again I remember he told me to get on top of him and come on a stick and that was the hottest thing of the whole situation because we had held off for the whole time and then to get a simple instruction it's like okay this is happening in 10 seconds they say it's 15 minutes but i know it's a lie because this is coming on in 10 fucking seconds i might come the second that this dick hits my pussy okay i might i might i might do some things the other punishment or punishment that stands out to me was a time when I forgot to ask permission to come and I ended up having to write lines and then go edge myself and then stop and go write the lines again and repeat that I think it was three or four times. And let me tell you, that is the most turned on I've ever been during a punishment. And to mix in something that was so non-sexual with something hypersexual was like the fucking cherry bomb of punishments. I remember by the end of it, I was so fucking wet that I literally had to change my sheets and put my clothes in the wash. And it built up my desire to submit even more. The point of all of this is not to never submit. Being a brat is about going from being ready to put up a fight and be independent to being taken to a place where we almost feel helpless 
subdued and needy to submit to you. It's a feeling of the dom or your partner deserving your submission or a feeling of being wrung out of your fight or a feeling of being won. You get my draft? It's the same theme, just different topics, you know? They say that a brat has an untamed spirit. And honestly, I would just like to take a moment to do a toast to being untamed. Here is to the untamed fucking masochistic bullshit spirit that make us do things that we know are gonna get us punished. Amen. It's not about breaking brats when you're with them. It's about outsmarting them. It's about knowing where their mind is at and being one step ahead, or being witty enough, quick enough to think on your feet, to react in a way that you know is not going to give them what they want, but it's going to tease them knowing that you know what they want. It's testing on both ends. The brat is being tested, and also their partner is being tested. What's the follow-through like? Are they really going to do what they say? And honestly, I've been thinking lately, is this considered primal play almost. Bratty can cross over into primal play I feel very easily. And if you don't know what primal play is, it is basically when you are being primal. <laughs> okay, like growling and biting and stuff like that is usually used as an example, but I'm wondering. Testing each other on the follow-through is kind of like seeing how strong your opponent is. So, does that count as primal play? And yes, I did just call my dominant partner an opponent. Okay. Things that brats like. Pranks. Glitter. Fooling someone. Giggles. Domination. Punishments with an F. Brat taming. Yes, we do like it. Things that we like. Our weaknesses and strengths. We remain untamed because we already know that those things can get to us. But if it's with the right person... It's not going to matter that we already know that we like getting fucked from behind, okay? It's going to matter that they know how to do it just fucking right because we like them. And as an untamed spirit, they worked hard to get that. And it feels nice. If I had an ideal dynamic or relationship, what would it be? I think I would need someone who is a little bit sadistic, authoritative, is into corporate punishment, knows how to withhold things and how to create suspense in a relationship, humor, having a DDLG aspect, and having a knowledge that they enjoy what's going on on the other end. I can't tell you how important it is to be on the same level of commitment as your partner because you can really feel it. If your partner doesn't feel the same way that you do about your dynamic, it's going to be so clear as soon as you're engaging in it. So that's why I would want it to be enjoyed on both ends and known that it's enjoyed on both ends. Masochistic moment of the week, bitch. Okay, what is it? 
Procrastination motherfucking station. Okay, so basically I fell into a depressive slump and I let myself wallow there instead of dragging my sorry butt off the ground like I usually do. I just let myself sit in it. And I ended up procrastinating and I knew I would procrastinate and I knew every time I put things off that it was going to make me more stressed out, but did that stop me from drinking two bottles of wine instead of doing things that I needed to do? No. And that is the attitude that you need to bring to everything in life. I took a quiz, bitch. <laughs> I did actually take a quiz on sexualalpha.com. This is not an ad. But I did used to take the kink test on, I think it's BDSM.org. And I found this by chance, and I like it so much better. So, sexualalpha.com, take the quiz, let me know what your results are. There are two quizzes that I took, actually. The first one was about what role I am in BDSM. And the results that came up were that I have a submissive dynamic, obvious, but then it goes on to say that I had three styles of the submissive dynamic that are the strongest that came up in the results, and they were being a restrainee, so being involved in bondage and being the one that is tied up, being a primal submissive, which is honestly why I've been thinking about what does it mean and what are the things that I have already in my personality that show primal submissive behavior. And then also the style of little one, which is DDLG. And that stands for daddy dom little girl. I really, really love DDLG. And so I am quite glad that it picked that up. It means that it's at least a little bit accurate, right? Further on down the results page, it said the types of submissive that came up in the results for me. It was brat, the masochist, degradee, pet, slave, worshipper, but then goddess, which would be a dominant trait, but I think I just honestly really love attention. <laughs> The next is psychological player. We know this with getting mind fucked and thinking about a cactus possibly fucking me. Um, the next is wet and messy curious, which I actually didn't know what it was at first, so I had to look it up. And turns out that wet and messy is literally just like when sex is really messy and you don't take any care to clean it up or be neat at all. So, like, there's just sex juice everywhere. Ew, uh, sex juice. There's cum everywhere, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. There's semen everywhere. There's lady cum everywhere. There's sweat. And also, if you get into the extreme, that's when there's, like, golden showers and sometimes scat play and stuff like that. I'm not into scat play, but I'll be honest, there's something about golden showers that intrigues me. I've never said that to anyone before, but it's true, and I've realized this about myself recently, but it would need to be a way that's like, I feel so submissive to my partner that I'm willing to do almost anything for them in order to show them that I'm pleasing them and to feel like I'm pleasing them, which can be dangerous, I know that. 
However, it can also be fun. The next thing on the list was Dirty Sex Fan. <laughs> when I read that just now, I thought like an actual fan, you know, that cools down the air, but it's like Dirty Sex Fan. <laughs> Take that as you will. A fantasist, which is when you imagine something going on in your head, like a fantasy while you're having sex, which I didn't even know was a thing, but I've been doing that my entire life. Also Taboo Lover, which is pretty self-explanatory. And then Cucking Enthusiast, which is when you share your partner with someone else. And I'm into being shared. I find that so hot, like the idea of my dom being like, yeah, you can use my baby girl in this way, in this way, in this way, and that's that, and then they do it, and then that's it, but there's like rules or whatever. However, I don't ever, ever want my own partner to be with anyone else. It's just me. I don't share. And then, further down the page, there was more. <laughs> Suggestions for rules, rewards, and punishments based off of my results. And this is what they gave. And I thought this was such a sick idea to add on to a quiz because you get the results, but then what do you do with it? And it explains it a little bit more and it dives in a little bit deeper than BDSM.org or whatever it was called did. So what it suggested for me was to have rules of a bath time and a bedtime, and then as a reward it would be a story read by my daddy dom, and if I broke the rule then I would get a timeout. The next thing they suggested is cleaning my room, and if I do then I get dessert before bed, and if I don't then I write lines. The next rule suggested was having me text my dominant or call them at certain times in the day. And as a reward, if I did it, I could stay up past bedtime and as a punishment would be orgasm denial or edging. Which honestly fair, if I was a dominant, I'd want my submissive to be thinking about me often too. So, you know, we're, we're important to each other and this is how we show each other. I text you and then you tell me if I can orgasm. <laughs> The next rule that they suggested was to complete certain chores, and as a reward, it would be a new toy or a coloring book, and then they suggested spanking as a punishment, but we all know that that's not a punishment for me, so maybe caning? Such a sharp feeling. I don't like that. I like blunt feelings more, I think. But it could work if it was caning. The next rule is I could send an outfit of the day photo and then change it if it's requested by my dominant. And as a reward, it would be no chores that day. But as a punishment, it could be no favorite snacks that day. It's not really a sexual rule, so it doesn't have a sexual punishment. You feel so the crime is, it is balanced with the style of punishment that is given out. The time fits the crime, that's what it is. The time fits the crime. The time fits the motherfucking crime, bitch. You know, I think that if we lived back in the day, and by back in the day, I'm in an era that I don't want to name because my brain can't think of it right now, we'd all be wearing fedoras and pinstripe women's suits. We'd look badass. The last rule it suggested was no secrets. And as a reward for telling something that could have been a secret, I would get a movie night with my daddy dom. And as a punishment for keeping a secret, a 
cold shower. Y'all know that's not fucking pleasant, okay? No one does that for fun. They're doing it because they're being forced to if they are doing it at all. Then next on the website was a limits quiz. And so I clicked on it and it was pretty basic, but it was really helpful actually. It's basically a list of different actions, giving and receiving, and it lists both dominant and submissive. And you can pick either submissive or dominant and you can click yes, maybe, or no. And then at the very end, it makes it into like a PDF format and you could save it and send it to your partner if you wanted to, which is super handy. It was pretty basic though, so I would suggest maybe adding in more details based on whatever your dynamic is at the moment. And this brings us to the end. It was a fast one, at least it felt fast to me. Happy Valentine's Day weekend. Happy Family Day in Canada on Monday. It's a long weekend this weekend. Stay safe, everyone. Please, please, please adhere to the COVID rules. I don't want to see anyone out there in the hospital. That shit was not fun last January for me, and it's not going to be fun for you this time around either. Please, please, if you haven't already, leave me a five-star review and subscribe to this podcast. Next week, I'm going to be talking about Army Hammer. We know he might be a cannibal. He might not be. Is he really into BDSM? Is he a sadist? Is he a dominant? What the hell is going on with those text messages? You're going to find out next week. And you're also going to find out about negotiations and consensual non-consent in porn and real life. It's one of the most searched porn types, and you're going to hear about it from me. After that, I thought it was fitting we talk about homemade porn. Seeing as I just got laid, and I filmed the whole thing.